let us in on uh, what's going on with your feet. Oh, really? I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. I didn't realize you guys would ask this, but I actually am wearing two cups for my socks. <laughs> Welcome to the Two Socks Podcast. My name is Emily. And I'm Chris. And uh, we're just kind of getting this going. We've never done this before. (laughs) So Chris, we're called Two Socks. And I think a lot of people know that you like to wear two socks. Is there a reason for that? Well, Emily, I think most people like to wear two socks, but (laughs) I I like two different colored socks. Right. No, I just figured I'd poke fun at that. But yeah, um, no, I don't really have much of a reason for that. I think it's just kind of something I started doing one day because I just think ran out of one color and had the other color. So I was like, all right, well, black and white, we'll just put them together because they kind of matched anyway in a different sort of way, I suppose. Um, But I understand that your nickname has a bit more of a uh, background to it. It does. And you don't know the story, right? I don't think I do. I'm really curious because you haven't refreshed my memory yet. So I'm curious what you're going to tell me here. Yeah, that was intentional. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if you were there, but the reason I got called Socks, I think it's really odd that this this nickname has stuck for so long. So it was such like a in, I guess, just like not important moment in life. But we were literally just at my house when I lived at the barn. And we just, I had a basketball hoop out front and we all decided to play basketball and I just played in my socks instead of putting on sneakers. And from there on out, they called me socks and it's stuck to this day, like three years later. (laughs) That's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know why out of all of our friends and out of all the nicknames we've probably called each other, this is the one that has stuck. (laughs) So here we are. Socks. Yeah. Two socks. I feel like you kind of uh, encourage this nickname to stay, partially because I feel like usually when you'd bring up socks, somebody was like, team drunk, and then you were like, or socks. So I feel like that kind of stuck a little more so. I guess. I don't know. I didn't think I had a part in it, but maybe I did. So who knows? Either way, I think there's also been a big controversy about people who sleep in socks. Like, people get really pissed if you're someone who sleeps in socks. I have heard that. I feel like that's almost as hotly debated as pineapple on pizza. Not sure why those are the two topics that people seem to take most issue with nowadays. But uh, yeah, I personally do not sleep in socks unless it's really cold or if we're like camping or something. Okay, I was going to say, that's what the listeners need to hear, Chris. Like, do you sleep in socks? Yeah, we got to tell them. So, uh, Emily, how about you? I unfortunately do sleep in socks, and I would not change a thing. I don't understand how people don't. If it's summertime, I probably won't, but, like, if it's cold, it's just, you have to. It just makes sense. Oh, this is wild to me. I didn't think this was the direction this was going to go. I do it, and I own it, and that's all I'm going to say about it. (laughs) But today's episode is going to be about middle school, Um, and we're going to have a guest later on talking about their... um, alternate middle school experience so chris do you have any thoughts about middle school or like what it was like back in the day yeah middle school was not fun um i (laughs) yeah i felt like 
elementary school was pretty good and then middle school was bad and then high school was good again so it felt i don't know kind of like the valley in between two peaks how about for you that's interesting okay um i think i liked middle school um i definitely felt like i had a lot of embarrassing moments and now like teaching middle school and seeing all the emotions that these kids go through that i've also gone through i was like wow this is a crazy time to be a 12, 13-year-old child. So, yeah, I just remember, like, specific embarrassing moments, like falling down the stairs. Um, <laughs> and then, because I just got my new Ugg boots. I think they were fake, actually. And I fell down the stairs. <laughs> and my crush, he picked up my notebook and gave it to me. I was like, damn it. I was like, that wasn't supposed to happen. Well, maybe he thought it was cute, though. He definitely didn't. I think well, he well. Was- after (laughs) (laughs) but it's fine yeah at least you had a a fun interaction that you remember uh honestly like trying to think back on middle school i feel like i like don't remember really anything i don't know if i like just blacked it out or if it like was just so unmemorable because there wasn't really anything good yeah it's kind of odd yeah i mean like not to age you but it was almost half your life ago (laughs) (laughs) oh wow we're already getting into age (laughs) i mean it was half my life too you know so same same thing but yeah maybe you did purposely like block it out of your memory because it was not good times yeah i feel like i have the like occasional memory and nothing that's like bad but it just i don't know it just wasn't like it wasn't great so i feel like there's not really like much of a I guess it's more of like the overarching kind of like mindset on it. It just it's not remembered fondly as a time of life. But well, I'm sure a lot of people can share that experience. Um, and now would probably be a good time to bring on our guest. You think so? Yeah, I think that's a great okay. idea. So we have a guest today who is going to talk about their middle school years uh, in the way they experienced it, and that guest is Steve Broom. Hey, Steve. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Who, who is this? Could be anyone. Uh, this is the Two Socks podcast, Emily and Chris. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. Hello, Emily and Chris. Yeah. How's, how's your day friends. going? You know, it's, it's going. It's been pretty good. There's a lot of snow out there. I'm kind of over it, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of snow. Well, we're happy to have you here, um, and we're excited to hear about your experience. Because rumor has it that you actually were homeschooled. This is true. The the rumors are true. I was, in fact, homeschooled. (laughs) Nice. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? And just, like, what it was like? Yeah, I can talk about it. So it was uh, was interesting. You know, it uh, had its advantages and it had its disadvantages. The advantages were I uh, I got to spend a lot of time with my family. I was indoctrinated into good uh, values. Um, the disadvantages was I was very socially awkward, and, uh, you know, but uh, it was good. It was good in a lot of ways and, and bad in the fact that you don't uh, go through the same experience as everyone. So it kind of puts you on a different level from everyone. You feel a little feel a little different. Yeah. I mean, judging how you turned out today, you turned out pretty all right. So I really that's so surprised awkward. that that's your your take on it. I'm happy <laughs> to hear that. I mean, are any of us okay? <laughs> no, probably not, but, you know, we get by. That's true. That's true. So, like, what was it like, like, meeting friends? Where did you meet your friends at? 
So we would meet friends uh, through various uh, groups that we'd participate in. So most of our, our schooling was done at home. Um, but then we'd have like uh, weekly events, like pretty much every day of the week where we'd go for like two or three hours to do some activity. So uh, the one that we did was uh, it was at a church. Uh, that was another thing about being homeschooled. A lot of people were very religious and, and I'm not religious. So that, that was an interesting experience. But um, so, yeah, we did this uh, church group where we would do uh, an art class, a gym class and a theater class. Um, mm -hmm. We used to do classes at the Franklin Institute. We used to do like uh, organizations that put on plays and that, that's where we would meet people. And uh, and then uh, that's where I made the, the few friends that I had. Did you play sports in middle school, Steve? Like, were you like on the school sport team or anything like that? So, yeah, I played sports. I wasn't on any uh, sports team. Most of the sports that we did was after... Uh, Oh, yeah. The other thing I guess we used to do, we used to host a, a French class that we would do like weekly or like biweekly at our house. And then every day after French class, we would play football, like football, like two on two with like the couple of people that came over to do the French class with us. So we would do that a lot. Uh, so lots of pickup football. Uh, played that like three or four times a week with uh, homeschooled friends. And then uh, I did soccer in a mural leagues, but I wasn't on any like school teams because uh wasn't part of the, the public schools oh gotcha did you guys yell at each other in french while you're playing football like Je ne sais quoi, go get the ball. <laughs> oh man despite taking a lot of french i don't think i would have remembered those phrases that means, you that means shut your mouth chris <laughs> i did remember that <laughs> yeah i took french too in high school and middle school but yeah. i didn't no, I mean, I used French once. That's when me and Ben went to France and I fell and dislocated my knee. And oh. a guy came up to me asking me in French something. And I just said, no, parlez-vous français. <laughs> means I don't speak French. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that got me through that experience. So that was cool. Bet you wish you paid attention in French class then. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, it would have helped me uh, talk to the doctor about my broken knee. So... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But that's fine. That's a different story. That's a different time. So, Steve, are there any, like, you know, wish you could have experienced this type of middle school thing? Or are you overall happy that you were homeschooled? Um, it's hard to say. I think... So a couple of the advantages of being homeschooled was I feel like I turned out to be like a pretty like moral, like good person. And I think a lot of that had to do with spending a lot of time with my my parents and my siblings um, who are all really good people. So that uh, helped me develop character, which I think is pretty good for the most part. Um, and the other thing is that I was able to do a lot of things that people in public schools couldn't do, like a lot of these classes that I was participating in, um, like uh, doing science classes at the, the Franklin Institute, and also being able to, to learn things at my own academic pace. I was actually, I'd already completed chemistry by the time I had finished eighth grade, which a lot of people don't finish until they're juniors or seniors in high school. So it got me really ahead academically. Um, that's the other thing. I think there's a lot of wasted time in public schools. That was something that I learned when it comes to academics and things aren't necessarily very efficient. So yeah. academically, it was excellent. Um, but there is the the uh, the social aspect, I think, is uh, what I do 
if I have a regret, that's what I regret a little bit. And also just transitioning from middle school to high school, it's already difficult, I think, in a lot of ways. But if you don't know anybody going in, um, I think it makes it even harder. That was, or at least that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. It was hard to, hard to find a group once I got in there. I wasn't really until college, uh, really, where I felt like uh, I was fitting in socially. Um, outside of sports, sports was like the, the only place where I really felt like I could like uh, connect with people when I was in high school. Well, anyway. Yeah, I was going to say it's funny you say that, Steve, because I was thinking back on like middle school and I was like, man, why was middle school like like not as well uh, remembered for me as like uh, elementary school and whatever? And I was kind of thinking like, I feel like I kind of like had a group in elementary school and then I didn't really uh, upon going to like middle school. And it kind of like occurred to me that like, it is kind of tough to like meet people like just cold, like you don't know anybody and like they all like have groups and stuff like that. And I was kind of like, I don't know like what the best approach to doing that is. Like, I feel like in general, like if you just kind of approach a group of people like, Hey, I want to be your friend. That's kind of awkward. Like sports kind of seem like a good thing typically because you can just, you know, kind of get into it with people playing games and then people are just friendly because you played a game together. But yeah, yeah, I think, having activities helps a lot i think certain people can do that too like where they can come into a, a high school not know anybody and then and then fit in find their own group but i think it takes a certain personality to be able to do that and it's more it's it's difficult if you don't have the if you're not like super outgoing which i definitely wasn't uh when i was in high school and still don't consider myself a super outgoing person yeah i feel like it's definitely harder back then like I, i'm curious if i had to relive it now if i'd be able to like do it better because you'd like to think that you get more social as you get older but i think it's also just that like people get so much more accepted like middle schoolers are like very harsh people as john Mulaney yeah. points out yes there's, there's a lot of truth to that it is true but they're also i don't know i have spent a lot of time with sixth and seventh graders this year and uh you learn a lot. Some of them are very genuine, though, too. And you're just like, you're so sweet. And I don't know. They they always compliment me. So I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> they're great. Well, that's not surprising. Um, yeah, until they're probably like talking about me behind my back, which is fine. <laughs> well, they got to get the good grades. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I was like, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> yeah. No, they're cool. I like them. I'm going to be in middle school forever. So we also have Alex here, who is uh, taking over production, editing, all the technical stuff of this show. And he's known Steve since at least middle school, right? Earlier? Since I was three. What? No, just That's kidding. not true. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask. I was like, that doesn't seem accurate, but could be. Since, uh, since fifth grade, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was fifth grade. You were, but you and uh, you and Dave were part of Boy Scouts, right? Back then. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, we were actually. And Dave, for those of you who don't know, is is my older brother. So one of the uh, one of the things that I learned about in the Boy Scouts, and I first of all, before I go on to this, it was a great experience doing it. But one of the things that I learned about Boy Scouts was bullying. There was a lot of bullying there, and. Uh, I didn't get the worst of it, but I certainly got a, a healthy portion of it. And a lot of it was uh, based on the fact that I was homeschooled. So people would uh, would call me a, a weirdo because I didn't go to the, the same schools as them. Um, and there was a lot of stuff like that going on. It was a really interesting dynamic in the Boy Scouts because you have an age range of like 17 to 11. So 
and a lot of these, not all of them, but some of the older kids were pretty like were pretty brutal to like some of the younger kids, and they would uh, pick uh, pick on a few uh, individuals, and honestly, pick on everyone. Everyone got picked on at some point, but yeah. So there, there was a lot of bullying, and, and homeschooling had a lot to do with it. Do you remember any specific, like, what's the craziest type of bullying or experience that happened in Boy Scouts? Uh, I mean, so we used to drive on trips together in this van. And if uh, somebody fell asleep, and generally this only happened to the kids that they didn't like, they would take a, a permanent marker Sharpie and draw all over their face and draw some pretty obscene things on there. So then they'd show up at the rest stop and they'd have all these things on their face and they'd have no idea. Oh, good. Yeah. But anyway, that was a small part. I mean, it was overall, it was a really good experience. What did I like about the Boy Scouts? I loved like the trips that we went on. We went all over the the country. Like we traveled to, to New Hampshire, North Carolina, Canada, even on a trip. Um, and we got to do these amazing trips. Uh it taught me a lot about community service. So there's a huge emphasis on participating in community service when you're the Boy Scouts to, to advance through the different ranks. You need to complete uh, a certain number of hours. Uh, and to become an Eagle Scout, which is the highest rank, you have to organize your own project that you do. And so what we did for my project was we built a whole nature trail, um, which mm. took a, took like 300 hours of work. And we booked, built like uh, benches for it and everything like we did a lot of like a lot of really good service events a lot of awesome trips that we went on um and there were a lot of really nice people in the boy scouts too like uh one of my so the boy scout is broken up into different patrols which are like groups of 10 or 12 people and each patrol has an older kid that's in charge of it and i had this guy named dan jaquila who alex also knows um and he was a really nice guy um and you get kind of like sort of a, a mentorship uh, feeling to it when uh, you get some of these, uh, the nicer older guys. The other thing that it did for me too, is it showed me a lot about like what makes a, a, a good leader and what makes a bad leader. Um, so I witnessed uh, a lot of people that looked at things from the movies and thought that like, you just have to talk like you're a tough guy to be a good leader. And those people, nobody really listened to them and they never could really get anything done and they didn't really help people all that much. Um, but then you'd meet people like Dan who were just genuinely nice people. Um, they really cared about everybody having a good time and just uh, taught me a lot about what it takes to be a good person and be a good leader. So there was, there was some good or there was some bad, but a lot of good to it. Awesome. Would you ever consider becoming a Boy Scout leader? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> not that I don't want to do it. It's just not something on my radar that I'm interested in. Yeah. I would like to tell you guys about all the times that uh, people almost died because of stupid, dangerous stuff that we did. <laughs> oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there, every uh, summer we'd spend a week at this place called Camp Horseshoe. And uh, every year something stupid would happen. Uh, so one of the highlights, uh, one of the kids uh, was uh, offered $10 to put Purell gel on his shirt and light himself on fire. Oh, no. Which which he did, and uh, he got some burns on his stomach. He was okay in the end, so so that happened. A bug flew into our pavilion that we were sleeping in, and a bunch of kids sprayed it with bug spray and were trying to kill it. It was a like a giant bug. And then uh, somebody else took a lighter and tried to burn the bug, and they lit the whole picnic table on fire, um, which happened to have a propane oven on top of it. 
So when I saw that, I grabbed a Pepsi box and put the fire out with the Pepsi box um, with the uh, propane tank like inches away from the fire. So that was good. That's that leadership skills coming in. (laughs) That's true. Yep. And uh, the reason I had the Pepsi box actually was every year we went to this camp, me and my brother Dave would buy like like 20 12 packs of soda and we'd sell each for like a dollar to everyone we'd make like a, a crap ton of money doing that <laughs> you're buying also soda for six cents a pop and selling them for a dollar is a great return on investment wow so you learned about how to put out fires finance um camaraderie sounds like we learned that uh, that you're supposed to stop drop and roll when you're on fire too I feel like recently I heard that doesn't work it actually didn't work for him because he had Purell gel on him. So <laughs> yeah, that, he still got that. Jeez, that's rough. Yeah, but he won the bet. Well, that's important. I was going to say, <laughs> did he get his $10? Uh, yes, he did. He did get his $10, and he probably used it to buy some soda from us. <laughs> <laughs> story about you and dave in a canoe and you almost went over like a dam or something like that so the story is that we were canoeing down the river and one of the scouts misread the map and thought we were going approaching a class one rapid um and right as my canoe started going down the river they realized that they had misread the map and it was in fact a class four rapid which is very (laughs) we started canoeing down the rapid and because we were in this big metal boat that had lots of gear in it, we couldn't really steer it. So we ended up going nose first into a rock. I was sitting in the back of the canoe and the back of the canoe flipped up into the air, like five feet in the air and threw me airborne into the river. Um, So within what they teach you when you fall in the rapids that you're supposed to pick your legs up so they don't bash against rocks. But like within a second, like my leg had already hit like four or five boulders. Um, so I picked my feet up. I managed to grab onto the canoe. Um, and then we held on to the canoe going down the rapid, me and my my rowing partner. And the canoe got pinned between two rocks and then the water was flowing over it. And we were just hanging onto the boat. And uh, it was pinned that the water pressure was so strong that we couldn't move the boat. And we were just stuck in the middle of this rapid. So uh, we spent like 30 minutes trying to unpin it. Eventually we did, but it was a, it was a pretty scary experience. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. As crazy and like shitty as all that sounds, it was like one of the most fun trips I've ever done. And like the stories that we have from the trip are amazing. So it was a, it was a really good time. Yeah, those are definitely the memorable trips. Even like if it seems like it's all going wrong at the time, like it ends up actually being great. Yep, for sure. Nikki and I also did a canoe trip. It wasn't as tense as uh, the Canadian rivers, but I think the funniest thing that happened was Nikki ate too much chocolate one night, and she was just, like, <laughs> super hyper, and that was it. Chris, did you do Boy Scouts? Or Emily, did you do uh, Did you do Girl Scouts? I very briefly did, um, but, like, all I remember was the Pinewood Derby. I remember we won that a couple years because my dad, you know, really had a good time crafting the cars and... It was mostly his doing that helped us win, but you know that's what it's all about. Yeah, it was it was a father son uh, strategy <laughs> for sure. I think I still have those cars actually. But uh, how about you, Emily? Did you have a fun story? 
Um, I guess you can call it fun. I don't know. I did the Girl Scouts for like three months from peer pressure from a friend. Um, and I feel like we didn't get to do all the fun camping outdoorsy things. Like we did the cookies. I sang to old people in a nursing home, uh, very awkwardly and very shyly, uh, <laughs> around Christmas time. And then we did go camping at like this place called Camp Louise, and we were all in this cabin. And I like my memories of it. It felt like there was like forty girls packed into this cabin, just all on cots in like a prison like setting. But that's just like the memory <laughs> I have. I don't know if that's true. Um, it was probably a lovely experience, but I think after that I I quit. Associated <laughs> <But you laughs> with prison. That was it. Yeah, I was a prisoner, but I did go to camp every year. Um, from from when I was like eight to like sixteen, when I started working there, and that was like the time of my life. And that would be a good uh topic for another time, just like camp experiences. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, I feel I like- know. Everyone I've talked to who like went to a camp, like I personally didn't attend one, but I feel like everyone's always like, ah, oh, absolute like time of my life, which like, I guess to be fair is maybe like similar to like when you first go off to college and you're like, just living with your, you know, roommate and friends all the time. And it's like, it's just like always like fun times because there's always something to do. I mean, yeah, we would be, we would just be sent away for weeks at a time. We wouldn't come home. <laughs> 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 be like, Have a nice summer. We'd be like, see you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> when am I coming home? Camp. Um, it was great. I had my first kiss at camp. I smoked weed for the first time at camp. Jesus. I drank the first time at camp. <laughs> it was How crazy. How old was I? Yeah. Um, I was sixteen. I was a counselor then. I wasn't a camper. Oh, Believe me, we weren't. She was twenty-one. We didn't do I that. I was twenty-one. <laughs> wink, no wink. Weed is still legal, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a camp for you. Love love camp. Oh, I didn't tell you guys about the the pranks we used to pull there. <laughs> Some funny pranks that people used to do. We used to we we took uh, this one guy who was sleeping and we put him onto a, a stretcher and carried him out into the middle of the woods and just drop him off. And then we'd also put people on stretchers and then put them in uh, the same bunks with each other so they'd wake <laughs> up and they'd be in the same bunk with somebody else. Had you guys like drug these people? How did they not wake up from this like throwing <laughs> very, them on the stretcher? <laughs> very gently. Also, I wasn't the one doing that. I was usually the one getting put on the stretcher, so I don't know really <laughs> how they did it. But they were good at it. Were you drugged? <laughs> yeah, maybe I shouldn't have drank that soda that I left on the table for un- unattended. <laughs> yeah, they got you back. Yep, yep. Camp is all yep. about the drinks and the drugs. Oh well, that was not what it was about in the Boy Scouts because scouts, scouts don't do that. We have well, uh, the, high moral standards. You were hustling kids for their money to give them soda, Steve. That Ameri- seems pretty inappropriate. It sounds like the American dream. Sounds yeah, he, very appropriate. He was providing a valuable service. Yeah, people needed soda. I had the I had the goods. <laughs> At least he wasn't selling cryptocurrency. One dollar a pop. Oh man, if we had cryptocurrency back then, I would have been would have been selling it left and right at camp. <laughs> Get your crypto here. <laughs> so, Steve, we uh, you know, being that our show is called Two Socks, we're you know interested in asking the guests what their sock situations looking like. So, uh, would you care to let us in on uh, what's going uh, on with your feet? 
Oh, really? I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. I didn't realize you guys would ask this, but I actually am wearing two cups for my socks. <laughs> I have my, my feet are in, are in two cups, one in each cup. What kind of cup are we talking? Like a tea cup? Or... So one is a purple plastic cup, um, just for water. And the other is actually, uh, this is a, a sneaky plug that I can put in the show, but it's my first place finish for the men's biathlon race from 2017. Oh, here we go. <laughs> my cup. So yeah, I actually have my feet um, in one of those cups each. Yeah, I think I heard you set the record at that biathlon. Yeah, I might have. I might have set the the record. I don't know. It's not a big deal. I don't think anybody's ever beaten it, but it's not a big deal. Sounds like you're pretty comfortable over there, then. Yeah, I feel like uh, my feet feel pretty secure in these two cups. I'm I'm feeling safe and comfortable. What are you That's guys good. wearing for socks? What what socks do you have on, Emily? Um, just got like some classic beige boys. Um, mm. not like men, like socks. Oh, they're not they're not boys on your feet. That's good. Um, I don't like to gender my socks, even though I just did. You just did. You're the only one that's gendered socks so far on this show. They're beige yeah. wool socks, okay? <laughs> and Chris, Chris, do you have any socks without genders? Yeah, my socks definitely don't have gender. Um, they're a black and a white sock. Um, <laughs> you know, me do that shit. Yeah, why don't we I, call uh, you socks for that? Well, that's why the show is called Two Socks. This was actually Bobby's idea to give him credit. Um, yeah. oh, Bobby, thought... you. you guys know that uh, Bobby, you he actually considers me to be his best friend, right? <laughs> but I just like the feeling isn't mutual, so I don't really know how to handle it. Oh, it may or may not be mutual, I don't want to say one way or the other, but it's just a just a you know, it's an interesting thing. He considers actually... me to be his best friend. Yeah, I don't think I've heard this yet. Really? Oh, he tells oh. a lot of people. Well, thank you for coming on our show, Steve. Uh, it was definitely a good time, if I may say so myself. You know, for you guys to have me on your show, like it really means a lot. I really enjoyed it, guys. This was a great discussion. I feel like we really touched on some important topics today. Thank you for having me on the show. It was our pleasure. No, it was, it, was, it was my pleasure. Okay, it's your pleasure. Um, <laughs> well, that's all we got for this week. Um, so make sure to chime into Two Socks. Chris, Alex, and I will be back next week with a new segment, a new guest. That's a wrap. Good night, You're everyone. Welcome.